I'm Chris Lappin, and I'm joined by my very own Midnight Express, Boom Basket, Nick Davey, and Bodacious. Oh, I think I've heard this one before. Have I done this one before? I think so. Oh. So we have to start again. <laughs> right, but, good, um, good evening. Good evening. And Bodacious, Oliver Newman. I like that nickname. I think it will stick. Have I done that one before? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see them, lads. Chris, I've been up at stupid o'clock in the morning. I'm running on fumes, so yeah. Hello, everyone. Yeah, I've had a meeting in, Lewis, in Birmingham today. So let's get up at quarter past five. I was in Birmingham on Saturday. <laughs> and I was writing for my third book, so you know, it's all good. Right, so, huge, huge thanks to everyone who's been listening to our recent interviews. Okay, Congo Kong, David Fuller, Sugar Dunkerton, they're all got over 500 lessons and that's brilliant um, um, our interview with Congo Kong is actually our new record holder it's had over 900 lessons so it's our record holder for an interview so. fantastic stuff and we've got plenty of interviews lined up in February in the end of this month so keep a look out for that Rip time Rip time <laughs> whenever Nick gets around to interviewing Rip time <laughs> yeah and, today, and the, um, the sugar dunk and um, interview was uh, really really well done uh, Chris probably the best one any of us has done so far yeah, yeah. and then to see him um, on his Twitter and stuff he, I think he's debuted in Impact Wrestling so he said he's done two, it's, two uh, um, it's Explosion the second show oh he's, okay he's, he's, he's played twice on that yeah, yeah so it's it's amazing that you know somebody who uh People might not have been aware of beforehand. He was very positive with the interview, and it was a really great listen. I really enjoyed listening to it. I can't wait to meet him at um, Wrestle Island on, on the 11th of February. So oh, wicked. <laughs> right, so today's going to be a very fun show. We're going to be giving our 2018 predictions for WWE, NXT, the rest of the world of wrestling, and then we've also picked a title each, and we're going to book it throughout 2018. So we'll start with our main roster predictions. Uh, who wants to go first? Go on, Nick. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just fan of the bus here. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh, I just deleted my notes. Yeah, sure back you are. Back, 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 back. Panic <laughs> over, because that took me uh, 25 minutes out of my lunch break today. Um, right, uh, what, what do we to do first? Your first WWE t- prediction. Oh, I didn't do that. Joke. Okay, uh, <laughs> I've got my first WWE prediction will be simply The Miz will be either Universal WWE champion uh, by the uh, well by the conclusion of 20, 2019. So he might have held it and dropped it, but he, yeah. he would have held it at some point within within this year. Yeah, I've, I've also got that as one uh, of my predictions. <laughs> uh, well, uh, yeah, and uh, my second one, Kurt Angle 
won't be the general manager by the end of the year as well. I'm not saying, he, um, um, uh, not saying he'll be an active wrestler on the roster. I just don't think he'll be the GM by the conclusion of the year. And, uh, and I'm not, not ruling him out potentially maybe becoming the SmackDown GM. Um, I just don't think he'll be your GM by the end of the year, well, by, 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 this, by the end of 2019. Do you think he might have a, like a loser leave town match with Jason Jordan eventually? It seems that's the way that... I don't know, well, I'm still reckoning he'll have a match with Triple H at um, WrestleMania. Because uh, um, I, I think they're slowly heading to the... I think they'll head into a direction soon, I suspect, with Steph coming back to overall. A bit like it sort of happened after the Royal Rumble last year with Foley. But I think, obviously, as Angle can wrestle, still Foley can't. Obviously, Foley can really fight back. And Foley kind of had Seth sort of coming out to help him. I think he'll just be Angle fine on his own with Triple H. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm with. Um, That's just my opinion. I could be wrong because obviously you've still got Strowman. Obviously, there's loose ends with Strowman tied up with Triple H from, from the fallout from Survivor Series. So there's still a there's still a lot there's still a lot to uh, that can can. I, know, I, mean, I suspect over the next sort of few weeks is where WrestleMania gets a bit more of the uh, what's the word where you sort of it gets to take more shape, doesn't it? After the Royal Rumble, especially the big brawl that's coming up next week as well. So mm. um, I think we'll have more of a clearer understanding of where that's headed. In a couple of times, but simply with the Miz, uh, I think for the last since the since the um, since the brand split, he's just been insane. Um, I've always been a big fan of Miz, but I think he I think he deserves another crack at the big one because I think he's proven that he, he's made. You know, he says it in his promos, but he's made the mid card almost relevant again. He's become a major mid mid card star. And I think he, it almost gives hope to everyone who does drop out the man roster who can go to mid card to almost build themselves back up again. I think he's he's been excellent. And I think he deserves another crack at one of the big belts, be it rural, SmackDown, depending on if they're doing another shake-up or not. Yeah, I could, I could see him going to SmackDown win because it's kind of the land of the Giants raw, so it would make sense for him to maybe go and become WWE champion. Okay, there's not really an awful lot of hills in SmackDown as well. Mm. But if he moves to SmackDown, he's he's holding the main title, isn't he? Because obviously the Universal title was made to counteract SmackDown's uh, WWE title. I think that's what we want, what we as fans want to believe. I think WWE wants us to believe that they're both absolutely similar and both the same. Yeah. And I think, to be fair, I think that's why they've had big names on the Universal Bowl since it started, really. Um, Reigns, Lesnar. Has Reigns held it? Uh, no. He hasn't, has he? No, it'll be. No, I don't think so. Balor, Owens, Goldberg. Goldberg, yeah. And Brock. Oh, it was Owens, wasn't it? After Ballet, yeah. yeah. Goldberg, yeah. Goldberg, yeah. Brock, yeah. Mania. That's it. Uh, we, we all know that WWE, whatever title is the main title on Raw, is the main title. No matter what That's anybody it. they try and put over. Even back in the day when they had the world title on Raw yeah, for the WWE true. title on SmackDown, they still, Triple H had the world title and we thought, that's the main title. Big <laughs> one, yeah. yeah. Sure. Which is ironic because that used to be the WCW title. Yeah. <laughs> so, Oliver, what are your, what, um, <laughs> what are your predictions for this year? The two WWE predictions, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Sami Zayn and Samoa Joe both hold the WWE title mm. because I think there'll be another draft, and I think uh, Joe needs to move to SmackDown Live. Um, in order to, to get that first WWE title under his belt. And obviously, with Sami Zayn, um, I'm truly shocked that they uh, 
they changed his character. Not that he's, you know, the new character, the, the villain side of him's um, bad in any way. But they had a, you know, a, a Ricky Steamboat kind of character with, with Zane and, um, you know, for me, like a, a Paul London kind of thing in terms of he could he get sympathy from the crowd and you really felt everything that he felt. Like if you go back to NXT TakeOver, um, Art Evolution, I think it was, the December um, TakeOver from a couple of years ago, the match with Neville and the crowd reaction. Um, I can't believe they didn't capitalise on Zayn as a, um, as a hero, but as a villain um, in 2018, he's going to be WWE Champion. Do you think they could go with the co-WWE Champion with Owens? That's, I think that's the, what they said they're going to do if he wins at Royal Rumble. Yeah, that's a fair point, but um, you know, when we come back to the booking of my 2018 WWE Championship run, then you'll understand my my thoughts and my feelings behind uh, those two individuals holding the title. Okay. That's so mine. Or um, I reckon Enzo and Cass will re- reform as a heel tag team. I don't know what they're going to do with Cass when he comes back. So they could either. Just have him as muscle on two or five live, get him to beat up the so train, and then just become the muscle for a while, and then transition back into a because they sh- they broke him up far too early. In my eyes, they should have been world title championships a couple of times, tag team champions a couple of times before even considering breaking them up. And then my second is um, Woken My Hardy is going to get a couple of network specials, um, similar to his TNA deletion shows. We're going to have Vanguard back and King Maxwell back and Ribby's going to be back and Senor Benjamin's going to be back and I don't know if we're going to have Inchweed and Willow and all that with Jeff Hardy but I'd love yeah, that's the show on WWE Network you could watch isn't it yeah I love that tag team Armageddon <laughs> thing I can't remember what it's called tag team Apollos or whatever it was we just had random tag teams from all over the world come in yeah <laughs> that's brilliant in effect the first yeah the first one with uh, Matt, Matt, Matt and Jeff, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, that was that was unbelievable. I'm so surprised they haven't done something with Bray Wyatt's done something similar. That's well, he's thing. he's come out on I think Twitter and said that it is 100 percent. No, he's come out in an interview, sorry, and said it is going to happen 100 percent mm. this year. Some kind of final deletion thing. So That'd be amazing. Watch your space. <laughs> I don't know if they'll get the little, little baby involved. I don't know. It's only about six months old, isn't it? So, <laughs> but, um, King Maxwell has a pinfall victory over Rockstar Sport on the last one. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yo, everybody in the UK, it's your boy, Shook D. I'm coming at you live in living color, surround sound, letting you know that there hasn't been this much mayhem since the Boston Tea Party. And I'm just letting you know that you're listening to Broken But Glorious. <laughs> Title booking time, so Oliver, um, as you said, you're, you're booking a WWE title, so take it away. Okay. The floor is yours. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. I've been waiting all my life for this moment. Um, okay, so the Rumble's already booked. So it's Zayn and Owens versus Styles. Okay, so um, from here, Zayn and Owens have some kind of miscommunication. Uh, Styles retains... And then we go to fast lane, and it's a triple threat match between Zayn, Owens, and Styles. Um, 
I think that Zayn and Owens come to blows. Uh, Zayn is both of them are obviously villains. Uh, Zayn is is the villain. They begin to turn Owens uh, Owens into hero. Uh, Styles retains the title. It's a Nick's dream match at WrestleMania as Shinsuke Nakamura, who wins the Royal Rumble, takes on AJ Styles. Thanks for that, Nick. And um, I think with this match, uh, it's a spirited, like strong style slash uh, American style match, which goes between 20 and 30 minutes. They steal the show. Nick's got a big grin on his face from start to finish. Um, I think Styles just retains uh, to end the pay-per-view. Um, then we go to Payback, and I've got Nakamura against Styles again. Uh, this time, I'm not sure. This might have some kind of stipulation to it, but I wasn't sure what to go with. Maybe like a two out of three falls or something, because Nakamura's beat AJ on SmackDown Live. Uh, Nakamura wins this time, and AJ starts um, becoming more uh, villainous kind of thing. So Nakamura wins the title payback. Uh, Money in the Bank, Sami Zayn wins Money in the Bank. And then we have Styles versus Nakamura 3, and uh, Nakamura retains the uh, WWE title in a... um, I don't know, something like an Iron Man match or something like that. There's a draft, which the main move for me is Samoa Joe of Raw for Randy Orton from SmackDown. Mm-hmm. As we go into SummerSlam, uh, Joe, because he's number one drop, draft pick, gets a top shot against Nakamura. Um, he just loses out in the SummerSlam match. But shows a really vicious side to, you know, the side that he's been showing. Um, and then he gets another shot at the title, Hell in a Cell. Uh, it's Nakamura against Joe. Joe wins this time, but because of blood being shed and a long and strong battle for 20 or 30 minutes and both wrestlers being knackered, Zane cashes in his Money in the Bank contract and becomes the new WWE champion. Uh, going forward to Survivor Series, uh, Joe um, gets his you know gets his rematch against Zayn. Yeah. Zayn wins by cheating, and then to finish the year, Clash of Champions, the men that have basically been holding down SmackDown Live for the longest time, Nakamura, Joe, Styles, and Zayn have a fatal four-way uh, elimination match. And um, Zayn wins the match with, uh, yeah, just just beating Nakamura. And Sami Zayn ends 2018 as your uh, SmackDown Live WWE champion. Very good. <laughs> Thank you. Any comments, Nick? Um, I think it's uh, very good. Um, I think you booked it very well after WrestleMania and... Um, um, so I got a bit lost um, straight away actually. <laughs> um, no, got well. Um, so to clarify, the just the I mean, situation. I was a bit rather than the. So do they split up completely after the um, fast lane? So do they have match to WrestleMania then too? Yeah, I, I wasn't sure if I had to go into that kind of detail, but yeah, Zayn Owens come to blows. Then it's 
the, the match that everyone's been waiting for, Zayn versus Owens at WrestleMania. Uh, Zayn wins that match um, during the draft as well, but this was for a little bit later on. Owens moves to Raw. Mm. So those two can feud all the way to, say, Money in the Bank, for example. But the draft is probably going to be in June time. So one of the other moves is for Kevin Owens to move to Raw to get away from Sami Zayn on SmackDown Live. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the only question I really had a lot of that. Really, really good book. And, uh, no, appreciate good. the question. It's a shame WWE won't book it as well as that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so should we move on to our NXT predictions? Uh, um, Oliver, do you want to go first this time? Yeah, I can do. Um, Johnny Gargano and Alistair Black. Uh, so this is one-on-one. I'm be- going to become the NXT champion before the end of... Two- well, by 2019. Hmm. That's that's my two. I think, if you want me to, do you want me to go into more detail, or yeah, just okay. say what it is? Yeah, as much detail as you like. Okay. Right, so um, Gargano is obviously he's going to feud with Champa. So at NXT Takeover Philly, uh, Champ Tommaso Champa is going to cost him the title. And then once again at the um, you know New Orleans uh, you know, special uh, NXT Takeover special, sorry, which Nick's going to get to see live. Um, Gargano is going to go up against Champa. Um, Probably letting the you know the heat of the moment get to him, so some kind of disqualification, and basically they'll build that up throughout the year. Um, whilst Alistair Black becomes the NXT champion once again, probably NXT Takeover New Orleans. Uh, so he's become champion then, and then Gargano becomes champion probably around Brooklyn time because if you remember back. Uh, the Revival versus DIY uh, at the NXT uh, TakeOver Brooklyn 2016, which you can read about my opinion in my book, uh, A Fan's Perspective 2016, What a Year to Be a Fan of WWE, cheap plug. And yeah, so it goes back to then, and that's when he finally becomes champion. So that's how those two men become NXT champion in 2018. Yeah, I've got one very similar. I thought yeah, yeah, DIY were going to have the best rivalry in NXT history. That's my, my prediction. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, yeah, even mind if like, Goddard Gargano won the title and then maybe the... You know, I can't remember the, what's the term. Hot, hot shot the title. Hot shot the title. Pass the title between him and Champa a couple of times over a couple of months yeah. just, just to build it up. Yeah, that, that's that's something that could happen. The only thing I was thinking in my prediction was with how um, popular he is with the fans, hmm. are they going to keep Johnny Gargano in NXT? And then I was looking like his age and stuff, and I was thinking, like he's, according to like, uh, online sources and what have you, he's like 30 years old. Hmm. So he's just coming into that time when he needs to be on the main roster. But... They have to do Champa versus Gargano, hmm. and I believe he has to win it. The NXT title, also, that's why I went with it. I'd even love it if they had they battled and battled, beat the crap out of each other for months, and then they hugged, just cut it all out of the system, and become best friends again. And we had the LY back, so I missed them. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
my other one is that uh, Ricochet, Candice LeRae, and uh, War Machine will all become ch- champions within a couple of months of debuting. They know if anything's good for them, they'll, that's what they'll do. <laughs> they won't get eyes on NXT, put Ricochet as the, as the title holder. And War Machine as a tag team title holder. Well, they did it with the Undisputed Era, didn't they? So, hmm. The tag titles. And there's a good chance, you know, Adam Cole will be fighting for the, you know, he could be fighting for the NXT oh, title. Imagine an Adam um, Cole Ricochet feud over the title, would be amazing. It's Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> oh, so, uh, Nick, what's your your predictions? Uh, yeah, well, I was actually I was I'm gonna change it, but you just taking the one I was gonna change it to. I have to go back to my original one. Uh, but no, uh, my first one, it, both are very bold, and I can't actually see them happening. It's more wishful thinking. More yeah. Anything. Uh, but, but hey ho, I'm, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have fun. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, sorry, just get my notes up. So yeah, my first one was Pete Dunn, uh, a big man. Uh, he'll be, he will be, or will have dropped the NXT Championship by 2019. That could be extremely bold. It could be extremely too soon. Um, I would just love to see it happen. Um, I think the time could be right this year. Um, you know, obviously, I don't know who's going to move up to the main roster after uh, um, after after, the, after WrestleMania. What have you? SummerSlam seems to also be at the time of the to NXT as well, so uh, sorry, people out of the NXT up to the main roster, so uh, it's certainly not impossible, very unlikely, but I'd say it's my prediction. I don't think it's very unlikely, Nick, to be honest. He's been in the NXT shake up as WWE UK champion, hasn't he? So, exactly, I think once they get a clear idea what they want to do with that belt as well, that might help yeah. as well, potentially dropping it to even more young talent that's come through the UK scenes. But maybe wrestlers haven't even got into the WWE sort of side of things yet. Like he's having a great feud at the moment on on progress of Joseph Connors. So there's a obviously the talent in the UK is endless at the moment. Do you think possibly um, the so no, uh, oh sorry? Do you think they're waiting on the TV show to see how well progress Wembley show goes to see what the the real? What do you think that, that might be that on TV the progress Wembley show? Oh well, no, our WWE seeing what the response is to. How well it does. If they're waiting for them, Chris, you know, I mean, when they've talked about this TV show. But then they they talked about the TV show since last May, didn't they? So since your debut show, they said they they said they're going to start doing recordings in March. Very stop start, stop start. Absolutely. Yeah. I think the sky went for the limit. Obviously, when May and when Dunn had their amazing match back at NXT Chicago. Yep. Um, Obviously, that was that was probably the the peak of the uh, UK. So it's hit heights in the UK scene as a whole. Extremely well with um, ICW having the same show, Triple H rocking up there, Progress getting the biggest show in the whole UK, hitting BBC News and stories, even getting uh, so it, their show at Wembley. So they, it certainly is the, the peak time in the UK, and I think they need to act soon. But say, but like I said, the talent's endless at the moment, there's still fantastic young talent coming through. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're in safe hands at the moment, so to speak, and we just need maybe the backing from. Uh, like a weekly television show, which would be excellent. But no, but Pete Dunne, no, um, yeah, Pete Dunne, I think hopefully will be, uh, at least if you're not an XG champion, will be in the mix of it all, or even just a regular on the, sh- on the show every week. So I know NXT are very careful about that. They don't have sort of people on the show every week. They sort of change it, obviously, it'll be an hour show. But you know what I mean? Just a regular on the, t- on the takeovers, even. And um, 
a, another very bold one, which I, a bold one, sorry. Sorry, one second, Nick. Um, Progress, we're doing a uh, chapter one uh, viewing tonight, and they were trending on Twitter. Really? There, there you go. Um, there you go. I mean, it's, it's um, even people aren't really into wrestling, but people who have sort of seen me and my friends go to Progress, and they obviously take note, obviously. Um, so there's, the word does get around, and so it's an easy thing to say. If you, if you are kind of a, a hard, like, that's why I got into Progress, so I was a half-assed fan wrestling as a whole, almost a WWE and then, but when I went to the first progress show, I was blown away, and um, so I never really was a huge indie fan, not, not knocking it, just because I never really almost respected it, I don't think, so but when I went to my progress show, it just sort of completely, um, almost um, refound my love for wrestling as a whole, and uh, took it to that next level, because I was never, never wanted to uh, put money to go to WrestleMania. Um, unless someone obviously gave me the money to go, but <laughs> no, it's, it's simply just due to, due to progress, obviously, and, and yeah, find love for wrestling again. But no, yeah, I would be done. But my second prediction for NXT uh, is a very bold one, which probably uh, almost certainly won't happen. But hey ho, uh, Will Ospreay, I hope he'll be Ooh. on NXT uh, by the end of the year. <laughs> I mean, we could have said this about Adam Adam Cole at the start of last year. We, we said, oh, you know, he wouldn't be on NXT. So it's just my prediction. He's obviously doing very well in New Japan. Maybe, um, maybe he's not even hit their main level yet. So maybe it's probably more likely someone like Marty Skull or the Young Bucks will probably be in WWE before before someone like Osprey. But um, so I think this guy is just absolutely ridiculously talented that uh, I think WWE needs needs to just bite the bullet and um, get him in. Really. So Once again, he's only twenty four. Is he? Sorry. Uh, sorry, once again, look who's been signed today. You know, in a million years, uh, based on WWE style and stuff, did you expect Ricochet to be signed? Well, that's true. War Machine as well. So, uh, yeah. if Ricoch- Ricochet can be signed and he had that um, amazing athletic match against Osprey, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, I-, I think as long as... Was that as... favourite match? Yeah, that was Vader's favourite match. And um, I think if if that if he can be signed and Osprey is uh, I'm guessing he's under uh, New Japan contract and stuff. Yeah, if that is, ever yeah. if that ever um, comes up, then and, and obviously he's added more years of experience as it goes along. So no, if he's not tied down to a contract to 2019, um, you might have a shout there again. So you're saying they're far off, but. I think they're pretty uh, reasonable choices. I'd love to see Osprey have a match before or on retires as well, <laughs> yeah, all the promos and stuff. Uh, I think you could be class. And, and uh, yeah, I, I, I just love to see Osprey in a WWE ring. Add one small one. There's, I reckon we could see a two-hour show. Maybe if they just pilot it to see how it goes. If they're bringing all these guys in, they need room to put them. Yeah. Is that one of your predictions, Chris? Yeah, that was going yeah. to be one of the, one of the bonus ones I was going to add in. It could be. Um, I think it could work if they maybe um, add a bit of um, if they add like the UK scene to it and also the cruiserweight scene potentially to it. Mm. Obviously, not expected to be on there every week, but just like um, like one week they might focus on like say the UK belt. Uh, next week they might focus on say the uh, the cruiserweight belt, etc., etc. Obviously, always whilst I was focusing on the talent, but yeah, it's the tag team ones and. Obviously, main championship as well. I think if it isn't broke, don't fix it, lads. 
know, there, is, there isn't an issue with NXT. The the issue in the WWE at the moment is is uh, making you know two hundred five live the best it can be. I think we started recording two hundred five live from the university in Florida. Would help it a lot. I think if it was taped, uh, it's taped afterwards, isn't it? Straight after SmackDown, so yeah, I, I think if knackered. it was taped before, it would help. Yeah, because because obviously the fans are tired, and if you tape it before and you see all kinds of athletic matches, it's going to pump up the crowd, isn't it? Yeah. This is David Fuller, the owner of IHWE Texas Professional Wrestling, and you're listening to Broken But Glorious Podcast. Title booking time. So, Nick, um, you have chose the universe title to book. So, how do you see it going? Yeah, um, yes, so, um, my bloody fine charge is not sticking in. <laughs> <laughs> right, well. Uh, I'll have to update you when I get to three percent to go and sort this out. Right, okay. Uh, <laughs> so I'm on. Uh, yeah. So obviously, as Ollie's, uh, Ollie, as Oliver said, um, the uh, first, um, the first match has been obviously the Rumble already. So um, yeah, if I'm Scott Stanton, Brock Lesnar retain the Rumble. I think. Uh, I think Strowman will have dominant again. Well, I hope. Uh, I think it'll be a. Um, I think it'll be a very. Um, I think it'll be a very. Um, It'll be a very good, uh, a very good match. Um, I think, um, I think it'll be one of those ones where Lesnar's the whole Lesnar's holding on sort of thing, as we've seen at like some SummerSlam and what have you. I think it'll be another one of those ones where they almost build up Lesnar's horn sort of thing. Uh, but no, none of that's what I expect Brock to retain. Uh, then obviously Raw got the Elimination Chamber. Uh, I think Brock will retain inside that against Roman Reigns, uh, Samoa Joe. Finn Balor, Braun Strowman, and Kane. Um, obviously, I don't know about the process of elimination, but I, I reckon I, I, I don't know who it will come down to. Um, Do you think it might uh, not be a number one contendership match? Uh, shit, yeah, it probably will be actually. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I can't see Brock doing an elimination chain. Yeah. But I don't want to interrupt. Don't interrupt your booking. Sorry, sorry. Your booking. Yeah. Thing, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry, I'll put that up. <laughs> that would be a stumbling point. Right, uh, yeah. Then Reigns beats Lesnar at WrestleMania, because let's face it, that's what's going to happen. And um, we're all going to cheer. No, it'll be a boo, yeah. boo, boo, more boo. Um, at Backlash, I think Roman Reigns will beat Samoa Joe at Backlash. Uh, obviously, I think Backlash could be potentially like um, Payback last year, where it was sort of the... Um, it was the pay-per-view where there was sort of tying up loose ends, even when the, the, the um, shake-ups happened. Yeah. So uh, whether Joe goes to SmackDown or whatever, I don't. That might happen still. But I think Reigns will be Joe. Will be a match that's already locked in for Backlash, but Reigns wins. Uh, uh, Money in the Bank. Reigns beats Baron Corbin, who's moved in the draft. Um, uh, then at Battleground, Reigns beats Corbin in uh, some sort of stipulation match. Um, uh, could be a classic Reigns last man standing match but it'll be some sort of a gimmick match uh, sorry Nick one second uh, who's your money in the bank for Raw uh, The Miz okay which moves on nicely to SummerSlam uh, Reigns versus Lesnar the rematch that's presumably Lesnar does some re-sign with WWE uh, they have another great match Reigns wins again at SummerSlam however that's oh, it's such a brutal match that's followed by a Miz cash in 
So Miz's champion at SummerSlam at Extreme Rules, they, uh, which is the following Raw pay after SummerSlam. Miz obviously right against his rematch, which the Miz wins. Could potentially be some outside. It's an Extreme Rules match, so there will be some outside interference. Uh, at TLC, there's a triple threat match between the Miz, Roman Reigns, and a returning Dean Ambrose. Oh, brilliant, yeah. Because uh, this is also a Seth, Seth has been drafted to SmackDown at this point, by the way. Uh, so, yeah, Ambrose has returned, obviously, fired up. Uh, because, yeah, he's just fired up. He's, he's missed a lot of action. He wants to be, win the top gold. But Miz beats them both for TLC. At Survivor Series, I've gone for the title not to be defended. Uh, I quite like the Raw vs SmackDown tradition of Survivor Series. I suspect... Um, well, yeah, all the big guys will be involved in the five-on-five match. Mm-hmm. Um, but, however, there's the awards another pay-per-view after Survivor Series at this moment in time. But Miz will beat a, uh, on the, Miz will have an open challenge or be forced to have an open challenge on a raw December episode. It could be one around Christmas time. And it's answered by John Cena, who still hasn't, just to clarify, still has not won, still has not beaten the Red Flair record. So, obviously, it's already straight away got a surprise. It's got the crowd buzzing. But the Miz wins. Uh, it could potentially be from outside interference from uh, a new superstar to uh, have a feud with John Cena. Uh, it could potentially be uh, someone who's obviously on the main roster now. Uh, it could be a certain Adam Cole that's now on the main roster. Uh, uh, it could be a uh, certain, uh, I can't pronounce his name, uh, the current NXT champion. <laughs> it could be a few. Um, but no, um, someone's with John Cena on this, and the Miz wins. Um, but yeah, that's my prediction with the belt, so I think the Miz will be your Universal Champion going into uh, 2019. Yeah. Okay, a couple, couple of things, Nick. Well, you don't have to worry about the Survivor Series, mate, because Joe versus Zayn is happening for the title. So, a <laughs> title, the main title being defended, so you can have the five on five, can't you? <laughs> uh, if you go back to other Survivor Series that have happened, it's been a five on five in the title match, so no problem there. And in terms of your uh, person who interferes to cost John Cena, are they going to do under a mask? Oh, well, uh, we'll do it under a mask, yeah, like, I've been on a mask, we have someone who's a mysterious person for a while, so yeah. Exactly. We'll under a mask, someone wants, someone wants, someone randomly hates Cena. And, um, I'd, have, I'd have it as somebody who comes down in a CM Punk hoodie and a CM, that mask he used to wear, but then it ends up being Adam Cole. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, have it pretty good. we'll have it as CM Punk himself. Ooh. So speaking of CM Punk, he's my first prediction on the... Non WWE part of the show, so I think um, CM Punk will appear at the All In show, the one that's being run by Cody and the Young um, Young Bucks. Not that, not necessarily saying he's going to wrestle, but I think he'll appear on the show in some capacity. It's his best mate. Good one. show. That'd be awesome if it happens. Yeah. Also, so I, I did provisionally put I'm Daniel Bryan. <laughs> I'm not sure. If, but yeah, if he wrestles at WrestleMania, he'll stay. I reckon he'll be gone. If he doesn't, that's too much awesome for one show, Chris. Come on. I think it was headlined by CM Punk versus Daniel Bryan. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, my second the internet one. Wrestling community would explode if that happened, <laughs> wouldn't they? Well, I watched the um, Royal Rumble 12 yesterday, and then CM Punk and Daniel Bryan were the first two in, and the first. 20 minutes of that rumble is brilliant, just then to, 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 until um, all the new Nexus come in and stop throwing everybody out. But, 
watching 2008 and the Chris Jericho Shawn Michaels feud, mm. and it is absolutely brilliant. Yeah, 2008 Chris Jericho is amazing. I wish I watched it live at the time because I kind of stopped watching wrestling around that. No, you yeah. can pick this up from the WWE Network. Yeah, the stuff with Batista, the nuances, the uh, it's just brilliant. It's it's just everything that isn't there with today's WWE, really. Mm. Yeah, because that's when I sort of stopped watching it as well, and I, I still don't get like just I was, it was one of those scenes where I still always followed WWE. I was never watching it. I was just literally catching up with spoilers every week. I still don't get how um, it went from a, a full-blooded HBK Batista feud to a full, full, full-blooded HBK Jericho <laughs> feud. Do you want me to explain it to you, Nick? Um, well, probably not on the show, but just uh, do it and drop me a message after. <laughs> yeah, OK. <laughs> right, my second non-WWE prediction is that Project Wembley show will be such a success that it'll become an annual thing. Maybe like a British version of Mania. Maybe in the future, ICW might co-host it with it, and then maybe the next year there might be progress and another. Yep. Good shows. Yeah, joint shows with big British promotions. Yeah, yeah. It could be like the TWC Super Shows from back in the day, couldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a good idea. But in all honesty, if if British wrestling companies work together. Um, then it'd be better for everyone in that situation, really. Especially if you can get access to Wembley Arena and you can have different promotions sending their best wrestlers to fight other promotions. Uh, That'd be fantastic for the British wrestling industry. Yeah, I agree. Well, it is happening. When I um, interviewed Dave Mercy, saying that promoters are getting together now to bring in stars and then they'll share the costs of the hotels and the travel and stuff. So well, sm- at Riptide, I know, at, at, at Riptide um, Glenn always goes, um, one of the three owners of Progress, Glenn Joseph, uh, very nice man. Uh, obviously him at the uh, Riptide shows, uh, he's always up in the, uh, the, the the balcony, so to speak, where a lot of the wrestlers who aren't currently wrestling go, hmm. and as well, so he's always up there. Uh, looks like he's, he's obviously, obviously having, a, he's having a beer with the... Uh, some of the wrestlers that obviously have been well just probably knows all of the rest of the industry basically <laughs> uh, as you would do if you're obviously a promoter uh, but no uh, so he obviously gets on very well with the Riptide I think it clearly is a thing with Progress and Riptide that Riptide get a lot of the um, young wrestlers who aren't quite on Progress level yet to uh, come and wrestle on their shows um, and sort of be the big deal on there and, and sort of build them up to uh, to be on the uh, the Progress show sort of thing and in, in that token um People have never been obviously Riptide or even caught being anywhere near Progress. If they show Riptide, they can even get the chance to maybe go to some of the uh, the Progress pre-shows, might be even minus them on the lower card of Progress shows. Yep. So, um, who went first? Like, said Nick. Well, your, what's your first non-WWE? Yeah, I feel, I feel like I've gone a bit different from you guys, but I've gone for actual predictions on the shows. That makes sense. Yep. So, like, I've, I've gone for Jack Sexsmith or. Well, I reckon he'll. It's, I reckon he'll held. He'll either have, would have held the Progress Championship by 20, the end of the year. Mm-hmm. I'd be like the Miz. However, I think he will win it at Wembley. I've got a feeling they're going to do this. They've been building up for quite a while now. He's getting big wins. He just had a big win at the uh, uh, on the the last episode of the last Progress show on the Chapter 60 Unboxing Live. He beat Joe Coffey, which is an excellent win. Yeah. Uh, a very good wrestler and a very good match. He's putting on good matches at Jack Sexsmith. So, so he's been Sexsmith versus Banks. Sorry? Sexsmith versus Travis Banks. 
maybe. Well, this branch has dropped the title there, so potentially towards a hill, yeah. which uh, make more sense. Yeah. So I think Banks will drop the belt by then against maybe um, maybe Haskins or Havoc, one of someone who's a heel um, by then, um, or even potentially um, a returning Nathan Cruz. There's a lot of um, yeah, there's a lot of talent there. So the hills, even maybe Joe Connors, obviously he's been built for quite strong and Pete Dunn at the moment. So. Um, and uh, Spike Trevet, I reckon, will be, if they're going to do it, I think for the time, if they're going to have a, I think they've got a two-day show coming up at the time, I suspect they'll be to crown their first ever champion. I've just got a feeling that the first champion for the time will be Spike Trevet. Mm. Uh, he's been excellent since the show started. I've never even heard of him until the show started. Um, and he's just been class. He's now getting progress shows quite often. Um, I, I think he's also, he's not the most heelish bloke you can get. But he's also, judging the hills, when, Getting the Zach Gibson streak where he can't get a word in his voice because the crowd are just trying to drown him out, booing him. So, which is a sign that you've done your job, really, isn't it? Yeah. In this industry, it's uh, if you got if you don't if you're getting that much reaction, you're clearly doing well. If you're not getting really people are going to the, the piss or have you all get a drink when you're when you're cutting a promo, clearly you're not doing a good job. But if you've got people proper like <laughs> throwing ball grow in the ring or what have you, then you're clearly not liked. So therefore, you're doing your job right as a heel wrestler. Um, Jimmy Rave style. Yeah, exactly, but I think he will be the. Um, I, think, I think they'll have him as a heel champion with Jack Sexman chasing that um, ripside there. But um, no, I think the sky's the limit for this duck for the spot as well. But the weird thing is, he's obviously a nasty guy, but then when you speak to him after, he's like the one of the nicest folks you can meet. <laughs> <laughs> funny old, uh, funny old industry wrestling. Yeah. That's it, uh, Oliver. Yeah. Have you seen the um, the news about the Florida millionaire? No. No. Okay, <laughs> pure silence. Okay, well, the, the, the young books have kind of reached out to him and asked him if he wants to form a wrestling promotion because he won like $261 million or something. Mm. So I, my uh, really bold prediction is he becomes part of All In yeah. with his money. Um, so you think All In will be a promotion? Like all, 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 yeah, yeah, all, I, think, I think it'll be a promotion and um, if this guy has an interest in wrestling, then um, I, I think he'll be involved in this. And then you're talking about CM Punk and Daniel Bryan and stuff. Well, they, there ain't going to be a price, is there? <laughs> um, and my second non-WWE uh, prediction is uh, current Progress champion uh, Travis Banks heads uh, stateside to All Japan this year. So he's either going to be touring New Japan or he's going to be on um, NXT. He's going to be back in Ring of Honor. He, he was there earlier in his career. Um, or he's going to be on Impact Wrestling. Mm. So because, you know, he's obviously breaking through. Um, I don't know if he'll go under a WWE contract, but... Um, you know, because him like the likes of Danny Birch and stuff are uh, in NXT but can wrestle outside. So he might still do the UK shows, but I think he'll have more presence, excuse me, in uh, NXT, uh, Ring of Honor, uh, Impact Wrestling, and a Japanese tour. And because New Japan is the place to be in Japan, I think that's that's what will happen. And when uh, Nick was talking about. Uh, rekindling his love of wrestling uh, progress. I have to say that New Japan's done that for me since 
the start of the month um, with Wrestle Kingdom 12. Um, it's just watching the matches from years gone by. Uh, I, I've seen Nakamura versus Stars in New Japan, uh, so Nick's got a lot to look forward to based on that match. If it's good or better, uh, he'll really enjoy the, the match in uh, New Orleans. But yeah, uh, the Florida Millionaire gets involved in the All-In promotion and Travis Banks is in the US and Japan and possibly Mexico in uh, 2018. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> uh, so before I do my um, US title predictions, should we just plug, we plug some of the interviews we're going to be doing over the next couple of weeks? So, so I'll, um, I'll be interviewing the promoter of um, Ultimate Wrestling Impact, uh, Jonathan Har- Harrison, about his uh, shows at the end of the debut show is at the end of February, and it's headlined by Magnus versus Bram for the NWA World Championship. And also on that show, they're going to have a, a War Games match. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> Um, then we've got the leader of the Billy Club, um, Billy Norton. He's coming on to promote the Wrestle Island show on the 11th of February. And then we've got two of the British, Britain's um, fastest rising stars from fourth generation wrestling. Uh, JJ Barker and Joe Nelson. So Joe Nelson's the youngest professional wrestler in Britain and he's the current airborne champion for fourth gen wrestling. So, really exciting times. So. So it's nice that yeah. we're going for not just established stars that we're going to be getting some of the rising stars of the British scene on. So, so well, which the, one? the best thing to do is that, Chris, really. I mean, when I started interviewing uh, back in 2006, you you can't kind of start with the big stars. You have to, you know, make a name for yourself. And the, the fact that people want us, uh, in particular yourself, to interview them is a, a great sign for Broken But Glorious Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> This is David Fuller, the owner of IHWE Texas Professional Wrestling, and you're listening to Broken But Glorious Podcast. Alright, so we'll move on to my booking of the US title. Sorry, one second, Chris. Just something has just come to me. Okay. Do you or, or Nick know of any promotion or any uh, in any like British wrestling history where there's been a 60-minute match or a 60 minute Iron Man match? Um, no. Not really. I was just thinking this while we were talking. <laughs> <laughs> if they're going to do it, it would be a good time to do it now. If they could do like Tyler Bate versus Pete Dunne. Yeah. You could build up to it, couldn't you? You could have like two out of three falls and stuff. That'd be amazing. Yeah. No, it just, just got me thinking. I, I can't, I can't think. It's never happened. When I was reporting on British wrestling, um, and I can't think of any time I've ever seen a result that said this match went 60 minutes or somebody won 1 0 or 5 4 in a 60 minute Ironman match. So, yeah, it'd be interesting if a promotion and a couple of wrestlers could keep a crowd's attention in British wrestling for 60 minutes. So, that's my challenge to any British wrestlers out there 60 minute Ironman match. <clears throat> Not with me, but you know. <laughs> uh, so we move on to my booking. So I, I chose the US title. So at Royal Rumble, uh, Bobby Roode is going to beat Jinder Mahal for in the final of the US title tournament. Glorious. <laughs> then between Rumble and Fastlane, the feud between 
Rude and Mahal will continue. Um, Mahal will get a few iffy victories with the help of the Singh brothers, etc. Which will lead to a cage match between the two. Um, Rude will escape the cage and then beat the crap out of the Singh brothers for good measure, because it'll be funny. Uh, <laughs> and whilst he's celebrating with the title on the ramp, and then a hooded figure will appear, beats him up, and it'll be revealed to be Dolph Ziggler, and he'll hold the title aloft and claim that he's the f- true US Championship. So in the lead up to Mania, Ziggler will keep hold of the US title and he'll win matches against lower card wrestlers like Sin Cara and Victor from the Ascension. Maybe big. So. And we won't see Rude on TV for a while. And then on the go-home show for, for to Mania, Rude will come out to confront Vic, um, Ziggler and in a in-ring statement he'll challenge Dolph to a ladder match at Mania. And it'll be an epic ladder match between the two. Both guys will come out bloody messes, but Rude will retain this championship and he'll be the true US champion. Right. Then after Mania, they'll do a draft. Um, Cedric Alexander, Elias and Alistair Black will come to SmackDown. And then at Payback, after Mania, Ziggler will move on to a feud of Black and Rude will move on to a feud of Elias. Cedric Alexander will just be winning awesome matches every week for now. Then at Money in the Bank, Rude will beat Elias and Ziggler in a triple threat match. Following the match, Elias and Ziggler will beat down Rude and Black will make the save. Um, in the two weeks between Money in the Bank and SummerSlam, most weeks will be a combination of Rude, Black, Ziggler and Elias in either tag matches or single matches between the two of them. But during these two months... Alexander will get victories over Ziggler and Elias. Right, at SummerSlam, uh, Rude, Black, Elias and Ziggler will have an awesome fatal four-way, which will be won by Elias. Um, earlier in the show, Alexander will win a six-pack challenge to become the number one contender for the US title at Hell in a Cell. Um, after this match, Rude moves on to the US title scene. Ziggler can leave the t- company if he wants. He's gone out. After one last hurrah. Um, Black will move into feuds with like Mahal, Rusev, Aiden English. Destroying upper mid-card heels every week for now. Then at Hell in a Cell, Elias loses the title to a lumbar check. And Alexander is the new championship champion. And Who then... wants to walk with Elias? <laughs> <laughs> then at um, Survivor Series, um, Alexander defends and wins against the IC champion. Um, Rude and Black are the sole survivors in the for the SmackDown team. And Black will get the winning pin against the Raw team. And then Shane McMahon will name Rude as the number one contender for the world title, or WWE title, and Black as the number one contender for the US title. And then Clash of Champions, we have Cedric Alexander versus Alistair Black. And I can't decide who wins. <laughs> I just want to say at this point that Shane McMahon never cleared that with me. <laughs> Yeah, I'd, I'd have that. That'd be a, a brilliant match. I'd have, yeah, I'd have Alex the Black win at the end because he's my favorite wrestler. But, but I think by doing it this way, you've created a decent upper mid card on SmackDown. You've elevated Alexander Black, Elias Ziggler's had a good hurrah. Rude has got into the world title scene. It's a really good detail, Chris. Uh, I, I admire that, and I love the fact that we all added in a draft um, to our title. Uh, you know, our championship booking and stuff. Nice, so uh, look. 
<coughs> Sorry. Right, so to finish the show, we're going to predict who is going to be each champion, who's going to hold each championship on the 1st of January 2019. So in a year, we can look back at this and laugh at each other. At our terrible <laughs> guesses. <laughs> Uh, should we go Nick Nick first who do you think is going to be WWE champion on the first day of 2019 uh, well the champions on New Year's Day 2019 the WWE champion will be Bobby Roode Cool. Because it's glorious. <laughs> uh, uh, Oliver, uh, what's that? Do, do you want just to go through it? Do we just tell all the No, we'll just we'll go one by one. So, Oliver, Oliver yeah, that's a good idea, Chris. Uh, Oliver, who do you think is going to be WWE? Sami Zayn. Ooh, I've gone for Kevin Owens. <laughs> right, well, uh, Nick, Universal? Uh, Miz. Miz. Oliver? Uh, Kevin Owens after he's drafted to <laughs> Raw from SmackDown Live. I've gone with Braun Strowman. I think he might win it. I reckon he'll win it from Irwin, uh, Reigns at SummerSlam in my head. You're both doomed. <laughs> uh, Intercontinental champion, Nick? Um, I've gone for Cedric Alexander. <laughs> Oliver? I've got Zack Ryder after he moves from SmackDown Live to Raw and turns into a villain. <laughs> I've gone for Jeff Hardy. Oh, that's not a bad shout. Um, US champion, Nick? Uh, Ty Dillinger. Ooh, Ty Dillinger jumped out on the head. He could have done something in my story. <laughs> he needs to do something, doesn't he? Yeah. It's, it's a real shame that he's not being used correctly. Yeah, Oliver, who have you gone for? US. I've got, I've got Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne. Um, I've gone for yeah. Alistair, Alistair Black. Have we ever, have we even picked one the same yet? <laughs> like when uh, Nick earlier was saying about Pete Dunne, I was like. You know, the way he wrestles, the style yeah, of the Yeah, I, I think he would be perfect as the US champion. They brought up a, a hail British Strong Style as a faction, and that'd be amazing. Well, I just, I just think the fact that, you know, um, if he just came out and he, he was just British and he, you know, uh, said he hated the Americans and that kind of thing, I think it would be a really cool run for him as, as a villain to be honest and obviously he can back it up with the in-ring talent so yeah perfect US champion right, Nick um, Raw tag team champions Raw, Raw tag team champions yep the revival oh, they jumped out of my head as well for all of Alba <laughs> Oliver I've gone for Brian Kendrick and Jack Gallagher ooh that's better because I want to make 205 Live um, great more again. important yeah <laughs> Let's make yeah, it great, great again. again. Yeah. I've, got, I've, <laughs> I've gone for. I see, I see what you did there, Chris. <laughs> um, yeah, because it's never been great, and nor was Darren Young. <laughs> oh, Darren Young was great. He's never great. <laughs> uh, I don't want to hear about Darren Young. I've gone for the Authors of Pain. They're going to be. Oh. Right, Smackdown Tag Team Champions. Oh, funny enough, I've gone for the Authors of Pain. <laughs> <laughs> Are they ever going to be revealed as Breezango's attackers? We might do on these next couple. Um, I think I was going to say, uh, look at the next one. Cruiserweight? Oh, uh, I've gone for Jack Gallagher. Oliver? I've gone for the guy that's trying to make it great again. Drew Gulak. 
Drew Gulak. Ooh, I like I love Drew Gulak. Yeah, I like Gulak. I've gone for Leo Rush. Good <laughs> chat. Right, we all going to have the same one on this one, Raw Women's Champion. Nick? Uh, Oscar. Yeah, Nick, all of it. I've got Nia Jax. Uh, I've gone for Oscar as well. So. I think she'll win it, uh, win it and just won't lose it for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. About, uh, Smackdown Women's? I've gone for Charlotte Flair. All of it. Peyton Royce after she moves from NXT to Smackdown Live. And they might do like a lay cool thing where Royce or Kay can defend it as and when. Yeah, I've gone for Charlotte. Uh, it's uh, NXT champion. No? Oh, I can do that, but um, I'll go for Pete Dunn. So Pete Dunn's got that. Yeah, Oliver. Johnny Gargano. I've gone for Derek Bateman because there's this rumours that EC3 is going to join NXT. Mm, I've heard that. I don't think he's going to be NXT champion with that name. Derek Bateman? Mm-hmm. He's not back in time. He came back and won it. I, th- I think he, he, he'll come back under a different name, maybe. No, I reckon he'll come back as Derek Bateman. Uh, it's NXT Tag Team What's Champions. For these last two. Uh, I'll go for War Machine. Oh. I'll do it. Mustache Mountain. <laughs> I've gone for War Machine as well. And then uh, NXT Women's Champion. Um, I reckon Candice Ray. Candice Ray. Yep. All of it. Uh, Shayna Baszler. Oh, I've gone for um, Carrie Sane. Yeah, Ember Moon's going to move up sooner or later. Right, so that's our predictions for 2018. No, I've got one so. more title, Chris. Have I? WWE UK. Oh, okay. Didn't even think of that. <laughs> um, Nick, sure. Uh, well, I didn't think of that as well, but uh, on the spot, I'll go for uh, Travis Banks. All of it. You suck, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Travis Banks as well. So you've both gone for a New Zealander to be the British champion. Yeah. <laughs> And if he was to turn into a villain, you could say that New Zealand's better than both England and America. <laughs> Even though they're rubbish at cricket. <laughs> well, he won't mention I'll that. I'll go for... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Tyler Bates. I'll go for... Good there, I can't think of anyone. <laughs> I don't know, I had um, Wolfgang in my head because they, they seem to like him. But... but one time when you need to do your research, Chris... I don't think I don't. It's just on my list. I didn't think to put that on. But yeah. so, so that's our predictions for 2018. So if you, if you like our show, head over to Twitter and follow us. It's at bbgwpod. And um, if you want to send us any questions or suggestions for topics for us to talk about in the future, um, email them to bbgwpod at gmail dot com. So thanks for listening. Check out our interviews over the next couple of weeks. And we'll see you for the review of the Royal Rumble, which should be interesting. We'll have to figure out a way of reviewing Royal Rumbles, which is interesting. Yeah. I'm not sure how we're going to do it. I'm sure we're not going to sit there and go, then this person came in, and then this case. And then this well, we, won't, we won't touch on Blaney when like, someone like, I don't know, someone like Kurt Hawkins comes yeah. out. Should we do one more prediction, did you think? There's rumour that the Women's Rumble might headline the show. Well, well, I reckon it will, and I don't I can understand doing it. I wouldn't be a fan, but... Um, at least it's a Royal Rumble match I'd rather do the women's match I'd rather do the women's rumble show than a um, well the, th- uh, the thinking is there's going to be 13 surprises in the women's rumble so yeah there's going to be a lot more surprises I think all of them that are going to be on Raw this week uh, on the Raw 25th show are probably already mm. all declaring triply in it and then, then I think I can do 17 
be quite a few from the um, NXT that even if they don't go to the main roster, they can just still enter the Royal Rumble, and that makes sense because you see that men's, in the men's one, there's usually an NXT dude that's come, like even last year in Tilden and Journey before that, I think Rusev's done it, but they haven't actually gone straight to the main roster, they've just they just dicked around in the Rumble, then they've just gone back to NXT for a bit, and then they debut further on the other line, so. Hmm. Um, and Emma Frame and Reigns, I don't think they want to finish the show on booze. So. <laughs> yeah, a woman's match isn't the, the worst way to win. I'd say I'd rather it be a woman's. I'd rather the women's rumble say end it on like. I prefer the women's rumble to open the show. Oh yeah, that's what I. I should, I'd like would be buzzing. So. The, the only thing you can say is it's history making, and no one's going to boo the men's Royal Rumble because Shinsuke and Nakamura is going to win it. No, I know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I said I'd like it to open the show women's match and then have the men's close. Uh, but as like I said, I'm not a fan when they do main, when they do double the title close to the show. Yeah. But right. in all honesty, when it was Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins holding the cell, and it was Sasha Banks versus Charlotte holding the cell, the the ladies absolutely stole the show, didn't they? Well, that's it. So just give them the opportunity, and if they if they knock it out of the park, fantastic, and if they don't. They've given the opportunity in there. Yeah. And at least it's a Royal Rumble closing the show. Exactly. Just have to keep reiterating that. Good night. Uh, 